I feel like I could kill a seven-year-old if I had to. Right up front, I just want to say, um, the last episode we posted was June 14th. Listen, man. I don't know. What do you want me to say? I, I got nothing. I just wanted to point that out. June 14th. So life happens. People get busy. I've been crazy busy. Yeah, same. So have you. Christ, you're in the yeah. army. Yeah. Like I'm I'm not, but I'm still busy. It's been so long that here are some of the notes that I had from after the last episode we posted because I wanted to talk about it in our next episode. Um Ocean Gate. Yeah, do we need to talk Z- about the sub? It's not too late Z- to talk about the sub. Zuck versus Musk. I had a thing about Wagner Group versus Russia. Yeah, that, and that's shit, you, know, you know what's funny is that that has in an interesting twist that has actually come come full circle. Yeah, the the Wagner I group mean, thing, classic fucking Epstein sy- syndrome where the dude just miraculously oh, dude, hilarious. Imagine thinking you can cross Putin <laughs> and live and like and like not you know you could cross him and get away with it. It's funny. Um, I just wanted to make another quick note before we start here. Um, in the last episode, while this I was camera editing, angle, by it, the way, is so unflattering for me. I feel like I just doesn't matter. We're not recording this. I video, feel like so. I look like um no, I know, but I feel like I look like a Lego character or something. Just square. Everything is very well, the, square. How is that? Don't blame the angle. No, just I don't know. Whatever. Um, I just wanted to point out that when I was editing the last episode. Uh, you uh, sang to me, and that was really nice. I sang in, to like, you? Yeah, between... Um, How long ago was June? Oh, two months? Two and a half months almost? Okay. June, when, when was the last episode? Well, we posted it on the 14th, so it was probably recorded like a week or two before that. Okay, yeah, so but early w- June. I, I, I hadn't gone to that concert yet. I was going to a concert it was, by myself. Yeah, it was. I think you were about to go, but it was between... So like because the Zoom keeps cutting out, Every half hour, we have to set up a new Zoom meeting, and it was between right. two Zoom meetings. And your you were, your mic was obviously still recording, and you sang me a song to listen to while I was editing later. And I just oh, to thank you for singing. Oh yeah, did you post that? I don't think I've listened to the last episode. Uh, it's possible that I left it in there. I couldn't mm. tell you now. It's been far well, too long. We should clarify. This is I would call this season three now. I think I think that at this time point? that the time that's elapsed has been. Even though we're going to be touching on some season two stuff with the yeah. topics you mentioned, I think this this is effectively season three. We had a little it, summer break there, a little summer um, hiatus. TWG Again, season three, baby. We tried a couple times. We tried a handful of times actually, and it was it was just no, nothing ever lined up properly. Life gets in the way. Um, in the I way. have some names for us. Do you want our names? Can you first remind me what the last episode was about? Well, you'll have to hear the names first, and then okay, fine. Um. My name is Alex Washington. That is Marty O'Donnell. And those are two characters from movies who had brain transplants. Washington and O'Donnell? Yeah, so Chris Washington is the guy from Get Out, the main character, who technically oh. didn't have a brain transplant, but they were trying to put his brain into an... Into, yes, they were. No, trying to put a white person's... a rich person's brain into his body. That's correct. Uh, and then Mike O'Donnell is both... Matthew Perry and friend of the show Zach Efron's character from Seventeen again, whose consciousness goes into his seventeen-year-old body. Oh yeah, body. which is kind of like a ripoff on. Uh, isn't that the whole plot? To Freaky like Friday. Big? 
Freaky Friday slash Big. Isn't Big the same kind of deal? Well, Big is the opposite. Big, he's a kid who becomes an adult. Oh, okay. He doesn't actually trade bodies with anyone. Well, no. He, I mean, yeah, technically he doesn't in, in 17 again either. He just like is has big, a new body. Is Big the one where he goes to the like the fair? Yeah. And then he has the, the, the weird sort of, um, I don't know what it's called. It's like, like, I think it's called Zoltan. Zoltan like the, the, machine or whatever. And it like his eyes flash blue and then he wakes up the next morning and he's a giant. Yeah, okay. Uh, that's, he's I wasn't Tom sure Hanks. if I was confusing that one with a different movie. But yeah, I've definitely seen that one at some point in my life. Okay, Yeah, cool. so it, it's kind of that in reverse. So this is like um, Matthew Perry, who is... Uh, I can't believe you haven't seen Seventeen again. Um, whose kid sure is being is. bullied at school and he like wants to like go back and help him out and shit. So he like wishes... That he he was in his seventeen year old body or whatever, and then he goes back as a seventeen year old, and he ends oh, up so in he doesn't, school. Doesn't trade bodies with Zac Efron? He no, I don't think they trade a, bodies. Okay, because that would be a Freaky Friday rip, straight Lindsay Lohan yeah, I'm, rip. Now that I'm thinking about it, I'm I'm thinking it's been far too long since I've seen it, and I might have messed that plot up. But essentially, in my mind, um, okay, Matthew Anyways. Perry gets a seventeen year old body, which is great. I we mean, have digressed. The point is. Um, the point is those two characters have brain transplants or That's body right. transplants, whichever to, way you want to the best at. degree that I could quickly research before we started recording. Today. Well, nice work. Um, I have some other fun little topics that I want to talk about. Okay. Are we just going to freewheel this one? I feel like we can just freewheel it a little bit. I have some stuff we can, we can hit on some stuff and yeah, we'll see where we get. Um, one of the hilarious, hilarious things that's happening in the news while we're talking about hilarious news, my favorite thing is happening. Um, Lizzo is being sued for being fat phobic. And I mm. can't get enough of that piece of news. Yeah. I, I don't know how much she weighs, but she is. She's a, a proud Am I going to get in trouble woman. if I say that she's enormous? No, she. I think she herself is a you know self-proclaimed fat person. Okay. Cause there's and no... she's like a advocate for the fat just part of like the body big girls <laughs> an advocate for the fat yeah uh, that's a good one i enjoyed that um she... no i i no i know it's all about like the whole body positivity and like self-image thing which is great champion um championing that cause good for her but also yeah. at the same time is shaming her was it her backup dancers or her backup yeah. singers or something on the tour I Three honestly saw the headline and I was like, I couldn't be any less interested in this. It's a great story. story. I, most of it is what, most of it's about her being like a sexual deviant and like inviting people to weird sex shows and mm -hmm. them feeling like they can't say no to that. Um, but there's a great element where she's like taking dancers backstage into like private meetings and being like, so we've noticed you're getting a little bigger <laughs> and big girls don't get the roles, you know? So... And I'm like, wild. one of two things is happening. Either it's completely made up and it's the weirdest accusation ever, or this is actually happening and she's completely delusional about, about what's going on. So either way. Has she said anything? Because clearly you're, you're up to date on this story. Has she said anything to counter these uh, claims or anything or no? I, they, they've, there's a counter lawsuit going on. So, I mean, nothing's really clear about she's claiming that they're just trying to defame her essentially um right 
And so, and then, and then the, the retort to that from the lawyers of the girls who are suing her is like, this is like hurting the cause of anybody who's trying to like speak out against their employers, um, you know, inappropriate behavior and things like that. So it's kind of like this really weird, it's like, it's at the forefront of the most PC you can be, right? It's like cancel culture, canceling cancel culture at the same time. And it's just like the most insane version of like the Ouroboros where the snake eats its own tail. Right. So, Mm. yeah. Again, yeah, I can't, I can't express how how, my lack of interest. (laughs) Um, So there's another really fun, interesting, and this was also happened. This was also in my notes from, from right before um, or from, sorry, right after our last episode was, and I can't believe it's not more newsworthy still, but um, did you read up about Rudy Farias? Negative. So Rudy Farias was a kid. He was 17 back in 2015, and he was declared missing by his mom. Okay. And then eight years later, a.k.a. like June or July or whatever, um, he was found on the front steps of a church. Ooh, I think I did hear something about this. Go on. Yeah. And it turns out, do you know where he'd been for eight years? I'm going to give you a guess. Um, Ibiza. Nope. He was lost two in more a guesses. Walmart. Nope. And last guess? An airport somewhere. No. So he spent eight years. Remember, 2015, his mom declared him missing. In 2023, they find him on the front steps of a church. And for eight years, he had been at his mom's house. Wait, how? Yeah. So apparently, she declared him missing and then like brainwashed him into... He came home with like a speeding ticket and okay. she and she convinced him that if he went outside the cops would try to arrest him and she kept him inside for 8 years and like brainwashed him oh. into thinking that like he would get arrested oh, so if she, he ever went outside. Okay. She did okay. I thought okay, this this new this added context now is clearing the picture for me a little bit. I I didn't realize that the mom knew where he was the whole time. I thought she just declared him missing and he was like hiding in her attic or something. No, she yeah, she, she declared him she knowingly declared him missing while he was locked in the basement or some shit yeah he was not locked he was never locked uh, according to his own and how old was this this person when when he was was uh declared missing 17 and he is now 25 25. and and some therapist is gonna have a lot of work to do a lot and there's like to do claims of like sexual abuse of course claims of like yeah there's there's all kinds of crazy stuff but um, so he ended up going outside yeah, yeah, he just let himself out. I guess he just had enough. I guess at some point his grandmother was living with him when she was like getting older. Okay, and did... she was trying to tell people that he was in the house because she would have him, like, she would have family over and and have him hide himself. Okay, and then the grandmother was trying to tell people like, no, no, Rudy's in the house, and people were like, that crazy old bitch. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So does this child, does this kid have, um, or did he have like development developmental? That's the irony of me having a hard time saying that. <laughs> hard to De- say. Developmental d- issues. I haven't seen any... Um... Because I don't want to second guess what's going through like a 17-year-old kid's head or mine. But if if at the age of 17, if someone told me that I would get arrested for leaving my house for having a speeding ticket, yeah, I'd be like, no, absolutely fucking not. That's that's fucking horseshit. I, I don't. I, I just I haven't, feel I like haven't seen it. okay. I, I haven't this is seen what I'm saying. So, with the guy. so uh, yeah, I hear what you're like saying. Though. On the spectrum or something, or was he like? 
I don't know. I, I can't say. Socially awkward. I, did he not have friends? Did he, I mean, there's the, I'm not asking you specifically. I'm just sort of positing these ideas because as a 17 or 18 year old, you yeah. got to know that a speeding ticket does not mean you're getting arrested and going to jail. Well, right? I would wager, I would wager that if this is the kind of behavior that the mother displays, mm. that she's probably been working up to this. Mm. You know what I mean? So the raising situation might not have been. So whether or not the IQ is there or the social awareness is there or whatever, it right. probably was, a you know, some homeschooling and some like some, you know, manipulation going on for a long time before that. So it's like, this is not like yeah, the first like, drop like, in the bucket, why? Right? What's the, interesting, people are weird. What's, uh, what does the I, mom it, get out of this? Control, I guess? It strikes me as, um, there's, um, there's a syndrome called uh, Munchausen's disease. Munchausen's disease is where people get um, attention for being sick, mm. right? And then there's a thing called Munchausen's or Munchausen's by proxy where somebody will like, it's often like a mother, like a hand that rocks the cradle situation where you have um, uh, somebody who you're taking care of is sick. And so you get attention for being the caretaker, right? So it's this real um, like deranged way to get attention and validation. Right. That it kind of like seems to be a little bit of a Venn diagram situation there. Are you distracted by Owen walking around shirtless? Put a shirt on. God damn it. He's very attractive. Um, um, so, so yeah, um, it becomes a, not a holier than thou thing, but it's like, look at me. I'm the grieving mother who's lost her son. Yes, exactly. Like, yeah, right. Okay. She's got a GoFundMe. She made a bunch of money off of that. Yeah, of course she yeah. did. She went on well, the news, her, you know? got good her attention. Her. Good for him. Yeah, I Seems guess. like everybody got what they wanted in the end. Yeah, top shape, everybody. Way to go. <laughs> well done. Um, you wanted to talk about Ocean Gate and the Wagner Group and all that Dude, stuff? Dude, it's been months now, but how fucking funny is the Ocean Gate thing for real? Oh, Dude. I, I mean, I'm not, I don't want to be, I mean, I seem insensitive and laughing about people. People died. Dying. Of we'll course. Start there. People died. The, I think the silver lining here is that they, there was no pain. I don't know if you saw <laughs> yeah. videos and like recaps of like what exactly it was. <laughs> the stuff that came out take a scientist. during and after was, was pretty fascinating and eye opening. It's like all these videos on YouTube, like what does it, what is an implosion? And like, what would these people in the yeah. submarine have gone through? And like, what I learned is that I don't know if any of this is factual or not, but this is what I'm taking or bringing to this podcast. As far as information goes, non vetted information. Of um, the, I guess the pressure buildup in that little toy submarine capsule. was so capsule, yeah, was so great at a certain point that the temperature of like the implosion, like the reaction of like the the physics of that implosion happening under all that pressure, means that the temperature, like in a flash, got up to like as hot as the surface of the sun or something, oh, or pretty close to like the heat that you'd feel on the surface of the sun, and the reaction happens. Like that physical or the implosion happens so quickly um, that like the amount of time that it takes your brain to process pain is like, I don't know. It's like um, one Whatever, like one thousandth of a second or something. Yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. Right. Let's say one one thousandth of a second. And this happens like a million times faster than that or something crazy. Right. Like I'm just I'm paraphrasing. I don't remember exactly what the numbers are. But basically this implosion and this reaction happens so fucking quickly that your brain doesn't even have time to process that it's happened. Yeah, and you you would feel no pain, like your body would just disintegrate, um, and you would feel nothing, and then there would just be 
I don't know, molecules and I don't know if it was there remains. Like I can't imagine there'd be any remains. I can't imagine, over. no. I thought they said that they're 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 they found some remains, but I don't know if that meant um human remains or if it was like a piece of a shirt or something who the fuck knows but dude they're underwater like fish are eating that shit in the in the bacteria and the shit in the water is like they're just going you know what i mean it's like instantly that shit is gone um what i found really interesting about that whole story was that it's so we're so i mean i'm going to go into this kind of a bit of a situation but like we're so um used to the security that's built into things right Mm -hmm. like flying a plane and, yeah. and all this other stuff it's just the way that we're used to the world and the way that we're used to like even going to work right like you have steel toe boots on and you have eye protection and you have a hard hat and all this other stuff and we kind of just take that shit for granted and this dude who built these submarines was just like i'm going around everything from the beginning and like yeah not taking you know not taking any of this bullshit under, seriously under the guise of innovation as well right that was this whole thing right it's like how, how dare whenever people would bring this shit up he'd be like no how dare you try and prevent innovation we're just trying to move things forward and yeah develop this new technology and innovate and you're getting in the way of our innovation and the, uh, innovation seemed to be the word that they used a lot and it was like nah dude it's not about innovation anymore it's about fucking building something that's going to withstand yeah and he, i don't know the pressure of going like, ten thousand feet under the water well, he has an interesting point about how it's like, you know, maybe his opinion was that um, like the 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 world of like security and occupational health and safety and all that shit was like getting in the way of him getting things done. And to a degree, he's not completely wrong. There are moments where you can see that like it's really a stick in the wheels. Right. But to go around everything and just assume that everything is bullshit and that you shouldn't do any safety precautions or anything like that. No redundant circuits, no fucking safety tests, nothing, nothing like, you know, engineering wise that you need to like make but sure also that just like the use of carbon fiber as well was like every engineer that went on the news or did a video after was like, yeah, that's the dumbest thing you could ever have done. Yeah. Like the whole point of carbon fiber is great in like certain applications and it is not yeah. designed to withstand pressure over multiple uses especially not those depths or that type of of force i guess right and he's like because it's basically carbon fiber i learned all this shit just from watching videos which is sweet but carbon fiber is like strands of carbon that are like interwoven together and over time as you exert pressure like even like uh sports equipment or whatever like like Mm -hmm. hockey sticks are all made mostly made out of carbon fiber or like a similar type material and if over time like it the sticks just get looser and kind of like um softer like you lose some stiffness you lose um, like the whip or whatever. Um, it's just cause those fibers are loosening up over time. And like, you don't have that same rigidity you get from carbon fiber off the bat. And also yeah. titanium, which is like, I think industry standard for those types of vehicles. And maybe for some, you would know more than I would, but I'm pretty sure I read don't know what or, made of, no. or saw somewhere that for submersibles of at least of that type or that size, um, titanium is the standard because, um, I think it's probably more expensive and maybe heavier or whatever, but it has like, whereas carbon fiber loses its rigidity and its strength over time or over multiple uses, titanium mm-hmm. basically just bounces back. It has right. no like wear, so you can have yeah. like your shape and it'll, it'll give, it'll have some give under that pressure, but it's, it's so strong as a material that it'll just kind of retake its shape when you're done. It just always bounces back to the initial strength. Well, so I, I, thing I, is, I don't know if carbon fiber was a way to cut costs or if it was lighter. I, I have no fucking clue what the idea was for that or if it was just being different to be different. But 
Well, like the the point that's the point I'm gonna make is, it's like if if you were building a submarine and you were like, I'm gonna build it out of carbon fiber. Like, there's some simple things you could Google that would deter you from doing that. Like you today could get on your computer and go like, what's the tensile strength of carbon fiber? What's the pressure it, strength of carbon fiber? Like it just a sheet seems... a meter wide and a meter long, like a square sheet of like a square yeah. meter of carbon fiber. How much can it hold if at this thickness? Yeah. And like all that, all that work is done already. Like the, the science behind how much it can hold is done. So you'd be mm-hmm. like, okay, what's the pressure of the ocean at 10,000 meters or feet or whatever? And yeah. then you'd be like, oh, these numbers don't add up. Yeah. Um, like, do you think Google. now is a good time to buy OceanGate stock? <laughs> I doubt it. It's never I don't gonna, know why. What do you think is going to happen? Uh, new ownership. They might just bounce back in a couple of years with some new project. Now, I don't think there's a better. I don't think there's a better time to buy OceanGate stock <laughs> than right now. It is rock bottom. I'll give you that. <laughs> Can't sink any lower. <laughs> Can't sink any lower. A high five to jokes about. Uh, yeah, submarines. Um, anyway, I, I just yeah, it was quite a story. The you don't have Instagram, I know, but good lord, the memes that came out after or during that shit was oh, happening, yeah. unbelievable. Like Instagram is so funny; it goes through these waves or like these cycles of, in my experience anyway, it goes through these like these cycles of memes where for a while for like a week sometimes it's a week sometimes it's two sometimes it's like a month but every meme will just be about this one thing yeah and for like those two or three weeks after the ocean gate thing it was just submarine memes and goddamn they were so fucking funny yeah remember a couple good. years ago there was like a moth meme like memes about moths yeah that went on for like a good six weeks yeah um and me and sean are good friend oh sorry i said his last name our good friend, it out. yeah, our our buddy from home, Sean, um, will will remember. He's I would say like a a meme connoisseur of, of the same of <laughs> uh, the same ilk as myself. But we, yeah, the the moth meme phase was a super funny one too. But it's, yeah, Instagram's funny like that. But anyways, the memes and the laughs were super it's quite well, funny. Again, yeah, I, and I making mean, fun of people dying, but but it just I think the the absurdity of the whole thing is what kind of it's not like 9-11 <laughs> or whatever, you know what I mean? It's not like... It feels um, a little more self-imposed, yeah. That's what I mean. And it's when it's a bunch of billionaires too, you're just kind of like, I don't really... I mean, I feel bad. Your families are obviously going to grieve and this is a horrible thing. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, I don't know. Don't buy the it's, first version uh, of something. Definitely not. Just yeah. wait till the second one comes out. Wait till they do a trip. You know, the Titanic. Like, yeah. And like the 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 video game controller was how they were... Yeah. God. Yeah. That's... Although that's apparently super common. Mm-hmm. Like Logitech in particular is like well known for being the the like go-to for engineering controllers. Oh, I be- I don't don't doubt that. Yeah, all the like um this is what I've been hearing about from my side of things is like all the like not self-guided but like uh, unmanned stuff is pretty much like the logic that specific Logitech controller is like used quite a bit from in like Interesting. unmanned stuff. Hmm. Yeah. So Did you I hear guess about it's not that weird. The um the British guy, I forget his name, Hamish something. Um his son during the whole thing. Or his stepson. Oh, he was at he was at a Red Hot Chili Peppers concert. He was at a Blink One Eighty Two concert. Blink One Eighty Two. Like after the, the night they announced that the sub was missing, he like went out to a Blink One Eighty Two concert and was like tweeting about it. <laughs> 
And then like the next day or within a couple of days as well, he was like replying to like an OnlyFans model. <laughs> like this OnlyFans girl like tweeted some shit like, would you uh, like a photo of her, her ass in a fucking thong or something. And like the, the caption she wrote was like, would you let me sit on your face? And he wrote like, yes, please. <laughs> like, just like as his dad is lost at sea. He's like publicly tweeting some dumb shit. Oh God, dude! Weird. It's People just, are weird. Everything is so strange. Everything about that story was just strange and yeah, just ripe for yeah. It's I weird that it happened. It's it's weird that that's a real story and not like a movie. Yeah, because like at the, wasn't there at the exact same time like um one of those migrant boats coming from yeah. like North Africa was like headed to Greece or something or like three hundred people died and like this was happening like at the same time and like mm-hmm. all the media coverage was these five lost billionaires. Yeah, which I, I get. It's like a fascinating story, for for many reasons. But anyways, it's yeah, the world's a strange place, and people have their priorities in strange places, I guess. But um, without too much um, fanfare about changing topics, I do have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Do you think um, we should spank kids? I don't mean we, like you and me. I just mean like people do you think people do you think people should be spanking kids like their own kids i mean of course next question no this is the question uh, uh did you get spanked as a child i feel like i did i'm i did yeah i for sure did did i come did out anywhere you for mm, no like do you carry that shit around with you no if you if I asked you right now whether or not you got spanked as a kid, does that memory like seem? I think it's. I I don't think I have, I can remember like a specific occasion, but I'm sure it happened. Do you remember? Do you remember like living in fear of it? Mm, I don't know. I don't think so. Living in fear. I mean, it was it was just kind of like if you fucked up real bad, it was like fuck. Well, you're you're gonna pay for it. And you're gonna get a little fucking whoppa. <coughs> but I don't. I don't actually remember. I don't know. Wasn't that just like the way things were done? Do you think that it? I'm not saying it's right helped. or wrong. I'm thinking. Uh, well, no. Let's just go about it scientifically. Like, do you think that it was efficient? Probably. If you think in terms of like a specific incident and you said you can't quite remember one or another, but you could probably like, like conjure one up, not necessarily a real one, but like an imaginary one, something that would have got you spanked, right? Sure. And if you got spanked for that thing, do you think that that was enough to prevent you from doing that again? Yeah, probably. Maybe even an adjacent activity, like maybe even like dial you back? Uh, Probably. I think so. I guess I'm just trying to gauge your thoughts on how um, the risk reward, I guess, of spanking. Right. Um, Disciplinary spanking, I should say. Right. Obviously, we're not talking about like, of course. Yeah. Um, Fuck. I don't know, man. Uh, I, I honestly, I wish I could remember an instance, but clearly it didn't stick with me for better or worse. Like it just kind of like I'm I'm sure it happened. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't, you know, I wasn't like having a belt pulled out or like a switch or something. Like it was just kind of, well, you're going to fucking eat one because you did the thing I told you not to do. And now this is all fucked up. So here you go. You get a good fucking smack here, buddy. Buddy boy. 
But was, I don't know. Would, I, I, would there have been an equally efficient way to convey that message? Probably. Like what? Well, I don't know. Maybe when you're a kid, it's just like... I wish I could remember what it was like to be a kid. Like in that <laughs> in that context. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, as far as like... If my... God, I'm, <laughs> I'm throwing my parents under the bus here one way or the other. They're lovely people. I love my parents very much. Um, of course. I, what was I going to say? Yeah, I, I don't know. First of all, I don't know what it's like to have a kid. So, <laughs> obviously. Um, I don't know. I'd be curious to ask uh, some of our friends, I guess, who do have children. Like, you know, when you tell your kid not to do something or that something is shouldn't be done or something is wrong or, I don't know, whatever, and they go and fucking do it anyway. And you're like, and say you try the the words approach and like you explain to them why what they did wasn't correct and why, or, you know, why it was inappropriate or whatever the case may be. And then you do look at them and go like, do you understand what I'm saying? And they go like, yeah. And then fucking a week later they do the same shit again. You'll be like, okay, well clearly that approach isn't working, isn't working. What's maybe we'll try again. I, I don't know. I don't know. It's like to have a kid and be like, all right, cool. Well, that's strike two. Now we already talked about this. Now you've, you're on strike two. Like if you do the same thing again, um, we're going to be on strike three and there's going to be a different set of consequences, maybe ones that will stick a little bit better. You'll remember a little bit better, right? And then the kid goes and the next week does the same fucking shit again. And then you're like, all right, cool. Well, you know what? You've had two chances. We've talked about this twice. Start taking your belt off real slow and just go, Why? it's time. It's time. It's time to, to I don't know. I was going to say leave a mark. But <laughs> yeah. It's time, like maybe this will be like a more indelible um, lesson for you, you know, I don't know. I wonder about and it. And then I wonder, it, about I it. think it depends on, there's a multitude of factors. I think I don't, I don't think it can be as black and white as just like, yes or no, you know, spanking versus not spanking. I think it depends on first of all, like the severity of whatever the transgression might be or the, the issue at hand. Uh, I think it would mm -hmm. depend on the parenting style outside of that. And like, um, how a kid feels about his parents in the first place. Yeah. The type of love and attention that the parents give to those kids in the first place. Um, Cause if you're, I feel like if you just spank a kid for every fucking thing he's doing, it's just going to get desensitized to it. And it'll be like, well, fuck whatever. This shit doesn't yeah. fucking matter anymore. But if it becomes more of like a consequence thing where it's like, Oh, I must've really fucked up. Cause like this usually never happens. And now it, it hurts. And now I fucking, I remember it a lot better. You know what I mean? Like maybe that's that's a more effective way to I don't fucking know, dude. And like the, well, the psychology of kids too is just so like your brain like what? You don't stop your brain doesn't start developing until you're twenty five. But I think especially between the ages of like zero and five is when a kid's brain is like at its most malleable, is it not? Um yeah, but, there's a there's a yeah, and then again between the ages of eleven and seventeen, I think it's something like, those are or the maybe two. it's zero and eleven, something like that. But there's like yeah a period of time where the, the kid's brain is literally like a sponge or like a fucking Play-Doh thing. And like whatever it is observing and taking in and the, from the outside world is just, is actually subconsciously shaping that kid's perspective and perception of what's happening around him or her or them or whatever. But, um, they, they, sorry. Um, but yeah, you know, like I think that there's a multitude of factors at play and like, you know, I don't know if a kid who gets spanked for everything 
necessarily comes out the other end better than a kid who never gets spanked and just gets told off every single time, like gently told off. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, I feel like yeah. those are, I, I don't know if, if those, either one of those routes is, is necessarily better or more productive than the other, or if there's any difference, I don't fucking know. I, I, I think you're onto something there with like, you know, I think of those as, as being two opposite ends of the same spectrum where you have like, you know, parents who are like asking their kids like for their consent to fucking change their diapers. And then like, <laughs> and then like, and then the other end of the spectrum, which is like somebody who's just like, just backhands every time you walk into the room. Right. Exactly. And yeah. I, I think about, um, so one of the things I'm thinking about is it's like, I was trying to figure out like when's the appropriate time to spank. And it's like, obviously I think like never in anger. Right. And so because as a 35 or 30, whatever mid thirties male, like full grown adult, um, if I had like a seven year old right now and I was angry, like angry to the point where I wanted to hit my kid, mm -hmm. the amount of damage I could inflict in anger, you could is murder like that pretty child severe. for sure. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying I'm, like, this fucking hulk of a man, but I'm saying, like, a seven-year-old is I think you could kill a seven-year-old. I feel like I could kill a seven-year-old if I had to. On the opposite end of the spectrum, what is the highest age? Like, sorry, starting from, like, a hundred, like, do you think you could kill, say, a 60-year-old with one with one good, like, body shot? Oh, just one? Yeah, like, what is the age? Like, let's say you connect. Let's say you connect. Like, you hit the like, right fucking like spot. Like, temple? Worse, it could be temple, it could be like neck or something, like a chop to the neck, or a really f solid fucking liver shot or kidney I shot. I feel like mid mid to late eighties and up. I could really. I think I don't think you're giving yourself enough credit. I think if you leaned into a, a good punch or kick, I think you kill like a sixty eight year old. Wow, that's nice of you to say. Yeah, I think so. Um, and then like up to like probably a twelve year old. Okay. See, oh. I would say probably younger than that. Maybe. I feel like I feel like I think once you hit the age of like seven, eight, nine, ten plus, you just become sort of like a, it, a Gumby. It would have to be of, a scrawny ten, twelve year old, like yeah, a, just, like a late bloomer. Just sort of become like a Gumby character, where yeah. you just kind of like bounce off of everything, and like you can be like, oh, well, like, your spleen is ruptured. That's fine. You're twelve. Like we'll just it'll bounce like, back. You're good. Yeah, yeah. But we all knew the twelve year old who was like basically still a kid, right? Like, oh yeah, that that's who I'm. That's well, okay. I'm if you're of, okay, I'm, I'm, let's say bloomer. the an average twelve year old. Yeah, um, I, I could, uh, yeah, with with a good like well placed hit to like a, a late blooming twelve year old. Point I is, like you could, could kill you could kill a kid, and I this probably happens quite a bit. I would I would dare to suggest that parents kill yeah. their kids inadvertently while trying to discipline them. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh, <laughs> but I mean. It could happen. Your kid does something and you go, I mean, I, Christ, it probably happens between lovers as well. And like couples, yeah. you just yeah. go into a fit of rage and then strike them or choke them or something. Not with the intent of killing them, just with the effect, the, the intent of like, you have made me so mad that I'm taking this out on you physically. And that's, yeah. that's like not a reasonable excuse or reason to do it. But exactly. Some people are not wired. <laughs> but so that takes me back to my point. Which is like, okay, so you couldn't hit a kid in anger. So you would have to like cool down before you spank your kid. And then I can't imagine myself spanking a kid that I'm not angry at. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like I can't, I can't imagine being like calm and collected and being like, no, you know we have to do this. 
and I'm like, I've fully calmed down from my, my anger from earlier. I'm like okay. cool, calm and collected. I'm going to need you to bend over my knee so I can, so I can hit you. Like I can't, you know what I mean? Like I can't picture myself yeah, yeah. being, being that person. So it's mm. kind of a weird sort of like this. I don't think I don't, here's what I think. And, and I'll, I've said this before about just men in general, what keeps, what I think what keeps men in line is the threat of violence. It's like, it's not getting hit. I've never been punched in the face as far as I can remember, but I know that there are other humans out there who are, who for who there would be no lawsuit if I was mouthing off and they punched me in the face. You know what I mean? Right. Like if I go down to the gym and I talk to some fucking juice monkey and I start calling him a piece of shit <laughs> and like, just, just, you know, insulting him and trying to de- you know, like demoralize him or whatever, trying to bully a, a guy who's bigger than me. And he punches me in the face. Like that's my fault. Right? Sure. So that threat of violence is what, I mean, that and like reason is what keeps me from going down to the gym and doing that. Right. And like mouthing off to people, mouthing off to people who, who technically could beat the shit out of me. Right. Mm-hmm. And I don't think, I don't think we should be spanking kids, but I think the threat of violence should be there without the violence being there. Do you know what I mean? Sure. It's like what, what keeps you in line is like the fear. That's what, that's what religion's so good at. It's like, if you're a bad person, you're going to go to hell. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if you mouth off to me, I'm going to spank your ass. Yeah. And like, or, 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 or like whatever, right? Like the, the, whatever the threat is, it's like, I don't think that taking a kid's iPad away for two nights is, is a threat. It's like annoying, but it doesn't yeah. change their lives. Mm-hmm. That's that's where that's where it's like that's that's the the wishy washy issue. It's like the morality of it is whatever. Like I understand different people have different sensitivities about violence, and it's like violence is violence. It's like it's everywhere. How are you accepting it in movies and TV, but not in reality, right? Mm-hmm. So, and you can't have people like you can't have people like touching each other's boobs on TV, but you can have people like shooting each other in the face. I don't understand that. Why are we so okay with violence, but not yeah. okay with violence at the same yeah. time? It's such a fucking weird thing, right? More boobs, less guns. Yeah. Um, in terms of hitting kids, I don't think we should be hitting kids. I, I definitely don't think we should be um, hurting kids. But I think they should be afraid that we can. Well, that's where you and I are different. <laughs> I'm all for inflicting pain on children. Right. Emotional pain. Long-term pain. All of it. Not physical pain. Physical and emotional. <laughs> I want the scars to run deep. Would you hit your kids if you had kids? Would you, would you spank First your kids? First of all, I'm not going to have them, so don't have to worry about it. Hypothetically. Um, like, kind of like, like you said, I, can't, I don't think I can bring myself to... Put, like, first of all, it's hard to put yourself in that position. Like, would I strike a child? Yeah. Would I have... It's like Bill Burr had a bit about this. Like, you should never hit a woman right but yeah. it doesn't mean that she, she might make you want to <laughs> do you know mm-hmm. what i mean i think that was the, the crux of the bit I, I i i'm probably misremembering it or butchering it but i'm <laughs> sure as a parent there there have to be moments where you come home from like a 60 hour work week and fucking whatever maybe your wife's out of town or something or your partner's out of town and it's just you and the kids and you fucking ask them to do one thing and they didn't fucking do it or their house is a mess and they're fucking flinging shit around and like literal shit. And then you're just like, I'm so fucking tired and burnt out. 
and like your kids are fucking crying and screaming and they're fucking not listening to you and you gotta you i'm sure there's a moment where you're just like you are filled with rage Mm -hmm. and you're just like i just want to fucking give you a smack and put you to bed right there's got to be like everyone's got a fuse or everyone's got a limit as far as like how much you can put not a fuse like there's everyone has a limit as far as how much you can take before you kind of you know hit that tipping point i guess the difference is like most people don't act on the tipping point i guess Right. Yeah, like you, you learn to cope with your anger and like exactly. You'll be like, I am so. I've never been. I've never hated anything more. I've never been so angry in my life. Everything that's happening right now, I hate it because you're tired and all you want to do is kick your feet up and have a beer and watch a movie and go to fucking sleep or whatever. And you can't because that's not how life works. So there's got to be moments where parents just fucking have these these urges, right? But again, yeah. I I don't know. Would I ever do it? I probably not. Can I put myself in that position? Yeah, I think I could, you probably could. Like if just like the worst case scenario of like, wow, everything is sucks right now. I guess what you're saying is that you're you're against it. Yeah, I would say I'm probably not really down. Yeah. What's the what's the limit to punishment? Like how hard? How far should you? How take hard punishment? can you hit a child? Or how many times? No. How, hard, how far should you take punishment? Maybe just like a combo, like two jabs and a hook kind of thing. <laughs> below the below the shoulders. Oh yeah, only below the shoulders. Because if the, they go to school and they can't see the bruises, then it's fine. Yeah. So if they see bruises above the neck, then they might call call home. Um, what? Sorry, what was the question? How far can you take punishment without becoming violent? Like, what can you do to a kid? Like, what's the what's the ultimate? Like, you can't lock them in a room. I was gonna say lock them in the basement. Lock them in a cellar. Um, go full fucking I don't know, Rudy dude. Because every, every the rest, the alternative is like it's that that psychological punishment that you were talking about. I don't right? think that's better. That's what I mean. Yeah, I'm not saying it's any better. So like, I don't know if it comes down to confiscating shit. Like that kind of was a pretty was a bummer for me. It was like if I did something stupid or if I fucked up at school or whatever. Typically, when you're in high school, it's like you want to play video games and go on the internet. Um, so it would have been like, uh, you lose your computer privileges for the weekend or whatever. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like grounded essentially. And that to me was like, I was like, well, that fucking sucks. This fucking blows. But I don't know if I, uh, how effective it would be as far as like, I would just, I felt like when you're like a hormone filled teenager, you're 15, 16 years old and your parents are like, you fucked up. So now no computer for two days for the weekend. And you're going to do some chores instead of read. Or go outside. Then you just get filled with resentment. You're like, fuck. Fuck you, mom. Fuck you, dad. It's bullshit. It's not fair. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I, I think you have to be really creative as a parent to like find a way to make yeah. your punishment feel like a consequence to your action. Yeah. Sounds like a lot like, of work. Yeah. I, I, I always think about this situation. I think I've told this story before. But one time we were at Mac and Ramey's. And this was a long time ago, obviously. And, um, there was a, there was another couple there with a child. Right. And he was like, I don't know, three or seven. And, um, three there was a water seven? jug. I don't know how old kids are. Those okay? are, so, was, those are two. I'm not good at either, but those are two drastically different. He was a kid like seven. You can have a conversation with a seven year old. Like if you could have a phone, be like, Hey man, what are you learning in school? And he'd be like, well, I would do We did English stuff this week. And like next week we're doing math stuff. Yeah. 
Like a three-year-old would be like, do you want to see the dinosaur I drew? Like that's a three-year-old. He was somewhere between there. Okay. I don't know. Split anyway. Difference. Say he was a five-year-old. He was a five-year-old. So there was this water jug on the table that had like a little tap on it, like a little spigot to like fill up water cups, right? Sure. It was a hot summer day. Sure. And it was like right next to me, like on a separate table, but like, you know, within arm's reach. And I'm sitting there and I'm just having a good time. And this kid like walks up and I see him eyeing this tap and this jug full of water and like how there's nothing underneath it. So if he like presses this button, it's going to go spill all over the ground. Right. Mm. And I'm looking at him and I'm seeing the wheels turning and he's like, I want to press that button. I want to press that tap. I want to make the water come out. Like I want to see yeah. what it looks like. Intrusive thought and of he a five-year-old. Yeah. He looks around. And he looks at me. I have those thoughts now as an adult. 100%. Like I, I empathized with what he was going through. And he looks around. He looks at me. And I'm, look, I'm watching him. And I'm just, I just want to see what's going to happen. I'm not going to tell him not to do it. Right? And he looks right at me. And I go like this. I go. It's not your kid. I go like this. I go. Yeah. Fucking do it. <laughs> like that's the energy I'm giving him. I'm like. The mm-hmm. devil on his shoulder. You should totally do that. Like, I didn't say anything because there's people all around. I just looked at him and I was like, like Mm -hmm. with my eyes, I was like, you Mm -hmm. should totally do this. Mm -hmm. So he fucking does. He reaches over and he's like, all right, I'm doing this. And he reaches over and he touches the thing. And it's like, you know, those, those coffee ones where like you can flip it back and it stays open. Yeah. yeah. He does that and it starts pouring water on the floor. And I just see him like, oh shit. Like I've done something and I don't know how to undo it. And he's like. Kind of panicking, kind of having a great moment. I'm enjoying the whole thing because I'm like, this is chaos and it's hilarious. And then the dogs are coming up and they're getting involved in the whole thing. Anyway, his mom rocks up and she's like, what did you do? And she turns it off. And then and then he immediately starts crying. And then they, they her and the dad grab the kid and go inside. And I was like, that was weird. They just like grab him, pick him up. And then like walk inside the house. Mm -hmm. And then like five minutes later, they come out without the kid or with the kid. I don't remember. Anyway. And they're like, sorry, we just had to go punish him. And I was like, you had to go punish him? Like, you? what do you mean you had to go punish him? Well, they're like, well, he doesn't like being yelled at in front of people. So we take him away from the group and then have a discussion, a calm discussion with him there about what he did wrong. And now he's in a timeout. And I was like, hold up. You said he doesn't like being yelled at in front of people. Mm. And she's like, yeah. And I was like, then that's the punishment. So you're making this as comfortable for him as possible. What are you talking about? That's the most insane thing I've ever heard. Right. Like, why would you? Yeah. Why why would you cater to what he wants? Yeah. Like, he's the one who he's the one being punished. You should Mm -hmm. you should figure out what he doesn't like and then do that intentionally. Mm hmm. Not do the, not try and cater to him. And I was like, that was the first time I'd ever encountered the like too far the other way swing parenting style Mm -hmm. where I was like, how are you letting him decide the punishment? It's like, that's not smart. That doesn't punish him. Because as a child, he's only learning that, well, he could basically get away with it and there's no discomfort. It's like, well, if I do this thing that I know I'm not supposed to do. Yeah. What's the worst that's going to happen? We're just going to go inside and have a chat and that's fine. I don't really care. And then I'm going to be in timeout for an hour and then everything's and cool again. Whereas like, like you said, it's like if there's like the, the guillotine hanging over a kid's head or neck 
as far as the like, mm, if I do this, I might have to face something really uncomfortable, which is being yelled at in front of other people or yeah, a spanking or fucking whatever. Dude, get then you're kind of like, uh, well, I might think twice about doing this. I might still do it, but I know I'm going to have to go through some something uncomfortable afterwards. Yeah, like getting embarrassed by the situation might be enough to like stop you next, from doing the it. The next time you go like, uh, you, your your hand hovers over the button or the switch, and you go like, oh, what happened last time? Mm. And if it didn't stick, then you fucking you get punished again until it does stick. Yeah. I guess I don't I don't know. It was a really weird situation to observe. The weird, the funnest, I guess the best part is for me, I, I don't feel bad at all for my role in that. I think it was a... Nor should you. No. I think I was like, I just wanted to see what would happen. Yeah. No, you know, age, I was the one of, pressing the button, really. Agent of chaos. Yeah. And no. there was no consequence for me, so I did it again. Yeah. No, I, I, I would have done the same, I think. Yeah. All right. Well, so I think we've... You are we've without es- reproach. <laughs> I think we've established that um, you shouldn't hit kids, but you should yell at them in front of people. You shouldn't hit kids unless they hit you first. Unless they hit you first. You can hit a kid then. Then you can one fight back. One for one. One for one. How many times did they hit you? That's how many times you can hit them back. And you shouldn't hit a kid unless they've killed someone. Mm, okay. We're like You could let the justice system take care of that. Then, because then you don't even look that bad. Be like, well, you punched a seven-year-old? Yeah, but he killed someone. You'd be like, mm, all right, well, okay. guess the optics aren't as bad as I initially thought. Still. It's like, still not great, but. Still, maybe, yeah. We'll let it slide. Maybe just bear hug him next time. <laughs> yeah. Um, what's that? Uh, how many, okay, how many, how many, let's say, eight-year-olds? Do you think you could take on in a fight at, at once? Mm-hmm. Are they are they a wave or are they like all at once? Um, or sorry, are they taking turns? Like bad guys in the Power Rangers? No, because then you could just no. That's too easy. That's just an endurance thing at that. Let's, sorry, an endurance I've, thing at that. Exactly. Point. Yeah, and then you could be like, well, I could fight a hundred of them before I got tired. No, how many could you take all at the same time? Like a swarm. Oh, like it can't be more than like five, four or five. Really, when you think about it, you're like, like how much does an eight-year-old weigh? Like I don't know, sixty pounds, seventy pounds, or maybe something. Maybe seventy pounds. Six, like sixty between sixty and eighty, maybe. Yeah, like five of those is like you know, it's. I don't mean like all at once, but I just mean like it's a lot of weight to be thrown around. Mm, I think I could like, do like I can handle one sixty-pound kid with both of my hands. I think I could do like... But I don't know if I could handle like one in each arm this and then is still like fight a third one to off. the death, let's say. This is like to the death. Oh. Like I'm fighting for my life? You're fighting for your life. You're like on do some... Do they have weapons? Uh, no weapons. Just bare hands. But they're like but they're like kind of strong. Like strong, strong for, for an like eight-year-old. Strong for like an eight-year-old. Yeah. I think I could do I like... Think, dude, I don't know. I, I don't want to say a number that's too outrageous, but I feel like if my life was on the line... And it was like me or the kids. Mm-hmm. I want to say I could do like 20, 25. I, I feel like at 15, you're definitely getting overwhelmed. I think, I think it would get, uh, let's say 20. I think you would get overwhelmed at a certain point, but you're fighting for your life. You're just fucking swinging you, at anything right now. And like once a kid goes down, he's out. He or she is out. 
Yeah. It, right? Like once you like knock one out, it's like that one's yeah. done. It's taken care of. You've got one less to worry about. I okay. think well, I, if you're fighting for your life, hmm. I think I could do like a, a solid 20 probably. It's it's not going to be a, a wash though. It's going to be close. If it's going to be close. It's going to yeah, be. Like you're going to be in messed up shape. Oh, for sure. I'm not coming out of this unscathed. But I think if you can get one or two like boom, boom right off the bat, then it's just like, okay, those are two less to worry about. It just comes down to efficiency, really. Yeah. I think you got to do the I old. You, like, I think if you get a couple, like, real quick, get the ball rolling, then it's like, okay, that's two less. The, do you remember that scene in The Matrix? I think, where like, he grabs even if you had, like, like, two, like, 20 seems like a lot now that I think about it. Fuck. 20 is too many. There's no way you're getting. They're going to poke your eyes out. They're going to be. They're all over you. Yeah, it's no holds barred. Like, they can I, the poke eyes. Is, they can pull hair. They can nut shots, yeah. low blows. But everything goes. The eight year olds aren't working together. So they're not coordinated. Mm. I just feel like so there's that at least. Just like that raw adrenaline and like brute strength of just like fighting for your life, you would just like just swinging your arms around, you would catch some by accident to like throw an elbow back there, just kind of catch one. Yeah. You know like you got one on your back, got a couple on your back, you could just like drop yourself. You know, like pile yeah, driving sort of. Yeah, and 8-year-olds are wieners, you're right. Like Okay, I'm going back to 20. Fuck it, we're saying 20. Yeah. If anyone can... wants to organize this, I'm willing to do it. A death match? Death match between me and 28-year-olds. Anyone's got extra 8-year-olds. Send us an email. I'm willing to do it. Yeah. At the wrong guys podcast at gmail.com. Mm -hmm. Have you checked the email um, all summer? I haven't. I'm just now checking the email. Can't imagine. And we'll go through that. Anything. And we will... Google, blah, blah, blah. That's really loud. Yeah, what is that? <laughs> wait, wait, let me guess. Clipping his toenails. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, okay. Everyone does. So it. we have an email from Still Mac. Gross. Speaking of Mac. Oh no way. Um, uh, well, you guys lived up to your name again, Alex. Your description of each uh, Sex in the City girls couldn't be more wrong. Are you sure you're gay? <laughs> Love you both dearly, <laughs> from Mac. And what, then, is she, what does she know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then Ramey sent us... Um, oh, I really wanted to do that. We'll do it in the next episode. He sent us... A, I've, I'm sure you've heard it. A composition that he wrote? I have not. It, so, all right. So, for the um, listeners... Maybe I did. Because he changed his for, name on Instagram, didn't he? Or on... He changed his uh, artist's name? I don't know. I'm not 100% not, sure. But it's not Mooks anymore. It's Ramey JP, JPC, I think. For our usual listeners uh, who are familiar with his work, i.e. the all of the songs that have ever been written for this, mm -hmm. um, Ramey is getting into um, his his new thing right now is he writes uh, music that would work for trailers for movies. So shortened um, like epics. They're fucking awesome. Like he sent one to us. Orchestral EDM and, shit kind of. Yeah. And it's just it's just um, arrangements that are really 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 cool. Mm -hmm. um, so find him on um, wherever he is. But again, to to find him, I don't think it used to be Mooks or Mooks or so, I don't know how he, how he says it, which was like I think the nickname his mom had for him when he was a kid. Okay. So he's actually put out two I think two EPs under that that name. That moniker. That moniker, which is M O U K S. He's put out, I think, like, yeah, 10 or 12 songs on two EPs on whatever streaming platforms are out there. I think Spotify and, and Apple and all that. Um, but I'm pretty sure he, like, rebranded and changed to Ramey JPC. 
or at least yeah, that's okay. what his Instagram is now. So I think so there's he's no his new name. stuff. Yeah, there's no new stuff on his. I'm looking at his Apple Music right now. Um, maybe I'll maybe I'll put it in the episode. Maybe I'll add it to the episode here at the end. It's a really cool. Anyway, so he sent us a link to it. Oh, why don't I just add the doi? Uh, sometimes. Oh no, it's a Google Drive thing. All right. Well, I'll have to download it, and uh, I will play it. Uh, after the outro to the episode here and then um, you guys can make up your own mind about whether or not he will make it as a uh, composer for trailer music Auteur, so, compositeur, interprète. so stick around after the um, outro the the pickle loop outro and then he will uh, he will come on with his little song um, so there you go so if you have ever been spanked um, write us an email at the wrong guys g- uh, podcast at gmail.com or if you have extra eight year olds and you want Marty to fight them to the mm, death yeah and we you know maybe we do it in science maybe we start with one and then two and then three we're just going to need a lot of eight year olds if we're going to do it mm-hmm. that way yeah disposable um, eight year olds dispose if you have extra you know um, mm-hmm. and if there's seven we'll do the science with seven year olds maybe we do it with six year olds too and nine year olds we'll see what, what the limit the control. is yeah exactly yeah you know, um, uh, anything else you want to add before we run out of time here, buddy? Uh, have you seen the Barbie movie? No, I haven't. Is it any good? No, I haven't seen it either. I heard it's pretty good. Everyone at work says it's really good. I'm going to go see Oppenheimer first, I think. Yeah, I don't, I'm just not there right now in my life. <laughs> I know. It's like, do I need more heavy shit in my life? Yeah. Probably not. I'm sure it's good. Like they made it. You know, they they poured billions of dollars into it. I'm sure it's good. I will sure I'll eventually great. see it. Yeah. I'm, I'm. My assumption is that I'll end up watching those movies like on a plane one day. You know what I mean? Like that's how I watch movies now. It's like I just travel somewhere mm-hmm. and I see a movie that I was like, oh yeah, six months ago I was really interested yeah, in this. It's funny. I haven't feel like so, I haven't sat down and watched a movie in a long time. Maybe I'll do that tonight. Yeah. It's plane stuff for me. So I'll watch Barbie on a plane one day and I'll let you know how I think about it. Sounds great. Um. Okay. Yeah. I think we should cut it there. And that'll You're the boss, chance, man. Yeah, and that'll give us a chance to uh, edit this in a reasonable amount of time and have it put out. Season three, episode one. Episode one of season three, which is episode 62, maybe? I don't know. Who knows? Do you know? What are we going to do for the 100th? Um, if if we get that we gonna... far. Um, we should have a live episode. That would be sweet. That gives us... One that we record... It, oh, do you know what? We should record an episode in the car. Ooh, that could be fun. We've talked about doing it before um, when we drove to go pick up your pickup truck. Mm. Which Remember reminds drove... me, I have a question for you about buying a vehicle, but we can talk about this after. Off. We will talk about that after. All right. Off, well, why don't off, we end the podcast here? The then we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it after. Let's. Right. Okay, do your best uh, sign-off radio voice. Thanks for listening to and WB3. On and on that note, <laughs> thank you so much for listening. This is w, this has been WB3Z, the... Oh fuck, what would the, the name of the thing be? The show. The Velociraptor. The, the ride. The ride. You've been you've been <laughs> rocking out with the ride on WBC3. Uh, thank you so much for listening. We've been your hosts. Um, you got to put a stupid, a stupid sound effect after every name. Um, like, Marty... <laughs> And Alex. Boing, 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 boing. Yeah, we need more hosty names than that. 
this <laughs> this podcast I I listen to a lot. They they used to do this kind of bit, and their the name that they came up with was Honky and the Beat Man, <laughs> which I think is so good. <laughs> Honky and the Beat Man. Honky and the Beat Man on WCB three. You'll be listening to the ride with the Honky and the Beat Man. There it Coming is. Coming up next, we've got Chicago. I don't know, something like that. Right. Four, I've and six, two, four. had enough of this bit. All right. Well, on that note, let's call it. Thanks good for listening. Bye. See you later. And good night. Bye.